Thank you guys for, for coming today and thank you Spencer for giving me this opportunity. I know I'm, I'm not a uh, theologian. I don't have nearly as much experience as some of these other guys that have um, done these types of discussions, but um, this topic of heaven has been something that uh, I've thought about you know, for quite a while now and uh, when Spencer suggested that one being actually the topic that I uh, speak about, uh, I, I felt really comfortable doing that. And so um, the purpose of this is just to guide a discussion on what the Bible says about heaven. And so some of the opening questions that I have is, is have you ever felt like you just don't belong here on earth? Have you ever felt that, that this isn't something, you know, here on earth is, is um, that there, there's more than just this. There's more than just um, something that you can see right in front of you. There, there's a, an abundance out there, but you just can't grasp it or, or reach it. And so um, I know that's a, a question that I had to ask myself uh, in a, a really dark spot in my life um, two years ago, and I think that finally when I, I surrendered to Jesus, not just God, because um, I, I had a perception of what God was, uh, and I knew about heaven, but I didn't have a, a relationship with Jesus. And so I think, you know, Jesus makes that connection to heaven for us. And so um, this how we conceive heaven dictate how we live now. And, um, you know, that's something that I believe is very true is, is if we have a perception of heaven that uh, isn't biblically, biblically accurate, then uh, we'll be misguided here on earth. And so um, some questions, you know, what is heaven and, and where is heaven? And so uh, the foundation of some of these questions is answered in the first book and the very first verses in Genesis is, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, Genesis uh, 1, 6 and uh, 8 says, Then God said, Let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. God called the space sky. And so we have this concept of here's earth. Here is uh, this space and sky that we can, you know, see, but it's empty. Um, and then heaven is above that space or the, the firmament uh, separates us from this place of heaven and so um, that's just something that we know that if God created the heavens and the earth that he is outside of heaven and earth and so um, you know there's also the belief that and I think where um, we'll end up is that God is heaven and heaven is God. Like they are one and the same sort of as um, as just um, a concept of, of of time. And so, um, one of the things that was a bit confusing and I got hung up on for a while was. You know that it said in you know in King James version it says heaven is, is singular and then a lot of other translations says you know heavens as plural and uh, that I don't I don't have 
quite the understanding of where the translations came into existence, but um, I think we'll realize that there's heaven here, uh, here on earth, and then the future heaven that we think of as the afterlife is the second coming of Jesus. And so that is a heaven that is in the future, but yet we also have a present heaven. And so um, Jesus says that the kingdom, of, uh, the kingdom of heaven 32 times in the book of Matthew. And uh, in Matthew 19, 23, and 24, uh, Jesus says both the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. And there seem to be used synonymously. Um, in Matthew 4, 17, uh, it says, From the time that Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And other translations say that the kingdom of heaven is near or has come or is coming soon. And so again, in, in Mark 1, 15, uh, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. And so I forget exactly um, which sermon I was listening to online, but the uh, pastor uh, took those, that last verse, the, the time is fulfilled and it's saying that uh, Jesus is fulfilling the prophecy that Daniel had in nine, um, in, in chapter nine, verse twenty-four through twenty-seven, that was given to him by Gabriel, saying that um, that the Anointed One is coming, and that he will die, uh, seem to have died for nothing, and um, you know, so that is uh, a an example of Jesus saying that the time is fulfilled. There is uh, no more time without him. He is here. He has fulfilled um, what we're longing for. He has fulfilled what we have been missing. And so, um, yeah, I believe that that kind of sums up uh, when is heaven. Heaven is is both here in this present time. We, we can experience heaven here on earth because Jesus came and died and fulfilled that. And we have the future heaven, which is the second coming of Jesus uh, when the uh, earth is, is resurrected and everything is made new again and everything is... Uh, it's not recreated because we still have uh, the concept of our past and uh, we, we, still, we still live this life on earth. So we're not uh, a new creation as in we start fresh and then here we are growing up again. Um, but yet when Jesus comes again... Uh, we will be resurrected uh, and a lot of there's a lot of different uh, theories and you know things that people say is well how old are we going to be uh, when we get to heaven um, you know 
it, will there be children in heaven? And so, you know, one of the things that um, I was thinking is just, yes, there'll be uh, people of all ages. And in an eternity, you know, we, we, can, we can fathom 80, 90, 100, you know, maybe even 100, you know, 10, 120 years. But, you know, to fathom an, an eternity in heaven, um, you know, and, and just even to consider how old some of the, um, you know, first people on earth and, and Adam's generation, you know, lived well into, you know, eight, nine hundred years. Uh, imagine being, having the wisdom of a, somebody who's 900 years old and the strength and endurance of somebody who's 200 years old. And, and our perspective is, you know, the wisdom of somebody who's 90 and the endurance of somebody who's 20 or 30. And so when we are uh, resurrected, we, uh, we can imagine that we will be at our prime, but yet we, we may not have the concept of exactly what age we will be. Um, so there's just some thoughts on that. Um, we can jump to the next question and mm. next question I want to talk about was is heaven beyond our imagination um, and so in 1 Corinthians 2 9 through 10 it says however as it is written what no eye has seen what no ear has heard and what no human mind can conceive the things God has prepared for those who love Him. These are the things God has revealed to us by the Spirit. And so, you know, when we say we can't imagine what heaven is like, we can't imagine, uh, we can't fathom, you know, a paradise, uh, abundance. Um, well, through the Holy Spirit, when we, when we ask for Holy Spirit guidance, uh, he uh, reveals to us that we can imagine what it would be like in heaven. Um, and so I think that's through the um, sanctification process that we are given the glimpses of a, a perfect paradise now to prepare us for the second coming to prepare us for the internal life, and so um, yeah, I think you know we see mountains and oceans and and animals, and we have all of this beautiful stuff here on earth. We have all of this um, you know science and math and and art and uh, we, we, can, we can easily say that the same things we have here will be in heaven uh, except without sin, uh, perfect and, um, you know, enhanced. We, we can say that, you know, um, it's something that uh, we 
we very well can imagine. We just have to uh, be conscious and I think just really slow things down a little bit and take what the Bible says um, literally, you know, and, and really dive into that. And so, will we know everything when we're in heaven? And so, no, only God is omniscient and you know, it's for him to know past, present, and future, but we will have the opportunity to learn new things um, and an eternity to learn new things. And so we, we ultimately have access to, you know, an abundance of resources when we're in heaven. So we get to talk to uh, all the old scholars. We get to, you know, when all of the old nations have been resurrected and we have you know ancient Egypt and ancient Greece and you know all of this history uh, kind of together all at once we have access to just a plethora of information however we won't know everything we won't um, you know we, we are still not God and so um, what will we be doing while we're in heaven? And so I think you know the the, the purpose of of heaven is to give God glory uh, and to to work, create, and celebrate. Um, and I think uh, John fourteen twelve kind of stood out for me um, on that one. And um, you know it's 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 through uh, we'll do great works, you know, and and works. Um, Adam was created to, to work in the garden, to, to till the land, to, um, you know, to, to create in, in God's image. And so uh, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm working and I'm in my craft and I'm, I'm diligently, passionately working on something, I feel connected to God. I feel like it's something that brings me closer to God and that gives God glory so um, I believe that we will be working in heaven and working is is something here on earth we see as something that's horrible and, and mandatory but we will want to work in heaven we will want to serve in heaven um, because we'll ultimately all be getting along and we'll all be creating and we'll all be um, you know just passionately working towards building this abundance and so um, I feel like you know we get to rule over the land you know we will be rulers with you know co-rulers with Jesus we we um, it's a, it sounds like a lot of responsibility but um, we are being prepared for that responsibility and so we are being sanctified now as believers to get to the point where we can lead, we can uh, create abundance and not have the, the fear that we typically have. And so leads us into this, this next question, which is who gets into heaven? And so uh, during the Sermon on the Mount, um, Matthew 5, 5, and verses 10 through 12, verse 5 says, Jesus says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Uh, verse 10, Blessed 
are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake for their kingdom for theirs is the kingdom of heaven 11 blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted they the prophets which were before you and so um, who gets into heaven um, you know it's we all want to say we all go to heaven but that's not the truth we don't all get to heaven um, the, the path is narrow and we are called to um, when, when, we're, when we're called to when, when we believe in Jesus we're, we're called to be disciples and, and preach and share the gospel and so we know that um, we're going to be persecuted for it. Um, you know that this earth um, is it, not—it's not perfect. So we have to understand that that there's a there's a process that. Um, like that, that sanctification process that we go to through, um, a lot of that is, is persecution and, and feeling that pain and relating to Jesus and that sacrifice. And so th this next um, part is uh, where do bad folks go when they die? And so I thought it was pretty funny because I've been listening to a little bit of Nirvana uh, recently. and the song Lake of Fires is well they don't go to heaven where the angels fly um, but yeah in Luke uh, 23 43 Jesus says to the criminal verily I say unto thee today shall thou be with me in paradise and so with Jesus in your heart even the people we consider bad can go to heaven however without repentance and a true belief that Jesus is Lord sinners will spend an eternity in hell and so that's a that's a scary thought um, but we we have comfort and we have um, just this it's, it's just very comforting to believe that um, you know there's this, there's this, the three options that we have, uh, heaven, hell, or nothing. Nothing is, is lonely, um, and it's a, it's a very lonely thought, in my opinion. Um, and we all have done bad things. We have all fallen short. And so we think that, you know, that, that is the enemy saying that, well, we can't get into heaven because we've done bad things. Um, and so that, that's just not the case, but you have to have that true belief that Jesus is Lord. And so um, I, I think that's just a, a little bit of what research that I've done. And I've got some application questions that I feel um, 
you know, we, we can all talk about and 